Thank you for downloading this Pomozzi Creatives podcast. The school's engagement strand aims to facilitate creative collaborations inspired by the curriculum. This series will spend time with people involved in the Creative Transitions program, which will focus on supporting PSHE needs and raising young people's aspirations. To find out more, head to our website, pomozicreatives.com. So I'm here at um, the wonderful Admiral Lord Nelson School. Um, got a lot of love for this uh, school. And I'm here with two students, two lovely students, and the deputy head teacher, Miss, Mrs. Katie Holness. Thank you, Miss Holness, for joining us. No problem at all. Nice to be here. And we've just done a project, haven't we, um, that's um, supported by the Community Inclusion Grant. Um, and in the project, we wanted to work with young people of colour and just find creative ways to engage them um, with inspirational people and inspirational activities. And I have two participants from the project. Would you mind, lovely ladies, saying your name for me? My name is Madia. So it's Madia. My name is Tanisha. And Tanisha. Thank you so much, um, ladies, for joining us. I've just got a couple of questions, one more than a couple. I've just got a few questions just to kind of ask you about um, your lived experience in the city, really, because um, it would be great to get more of an understanding of, of where young people are at and what we can do to help support that. So, you were born in the city, were you? You were born in, you told me last night. Try to remember. Kenya. Yes, yeah, in Mombasa, yeah. Mombasa. So you were born in Mombasa. When did you arrive in Portsmouth? In 2009. 2009. And you were how old? One years old. Well, I can't do my maths that quickly. So you were one. So you're more or less a Pompey lady. Um, yeah. You were born in Portsmouth? I was born in Portsmouth, yeah. yeah um, so you've mostly lived, lived, most of your life in Portsmouth, both of you. What do you love about the city? Well, I love how everybody's like, they just mind their own business. And like, um, like before, in, there's been a real change in diversity as well. And like even the small adverts on the beach and stuff, they're showing like people of different colours in like the new advertising plan for the new beach construction. Mm-hmm. And it was just really lovely to see how much they've improved in these last few years. Because before it was not that much mm. of um, a range in diversity. And now I think, especially after COVID, it's mm. changed a lot. Mm. And that's like one thing that I'm really proud of Portsmouth for doing. Thank you for sharing that, Madia. That's, that's great. And is there anything that you like, Tanisha, about the city? No, my mouth's really basic. It's just the beach. The be- Do you know, I love the beach. I always found ever since I've lived in Portsmouth um, if I'm more than like an hour away from the beach I really feel it mm. <laughs> so I once went to have you been to Leeds? No Oh my god it's a lovely city but it's it's like a concrete jungle and I remember feeling really claustrophobic because mm. I thought mm. I need the sea Yeah my sister is in Milton Keynes but grew up here yeah. and she feels the same way mm. when she comes down the first place she wants to go to the seaside yeah. you really miss no, it when you haven't yeah. got it <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm, it's an important thing for me. Really love that. Um, is there anything that you find really difficult about living in the city or challenging? I think, um, 
I think that's before, obviously, it was a bit harder to fit in because people would sometimes, like, come up to you and then ask questions. Like, mm. it's good to see that they're curious, mm. but sometimes ask it in a very, like, um, blunt way. Okay. So, so asking questions about your culture or...? Yeah, and just randomly, you know, like, if it's in a, like, curious way, like, that's, mm. that's nice that, you mm. know, that's they want to know, but... Um, so for the yeah. sake of um, Madia, for the sake of the people listening, would you mind just kind of telling us what your culture is? So um, originally my parents, well my mum is from a Pakistani background okay. and um, my dad has Pakistani origins and also Kenyan as well. <clears throat> and so for example some of the um, scenarios that it's happened to, for example like We've been just walking around the city mm. and, um, like, a group of teenagers just come up to us, like, um, like, saying things in a really oblivious and a blunt manner, okay. which probably wasn't the best thing to do, but, um, yeah. As in asking questions to you in a blunt manner or just making observations? Like, as in, like, um, saying things and okay. then just asking rhetorically with Things. Like insult type things. Do you yeah, know? Okay. yeah. Okay. Thank you for showing that, Madia. And Tanisha, is there anything that you find tricky about living in the city? I think, especially when I was younger, like the diversity. Mm. I was pretty sure when I was like in primary school, I was the, one of the only coloured people there. Like okay. there was like two of us, mm. and that was my cousin, me and my cousin. So. Okay. And especially like the slurs that get thrown at you sometimes mm. not by everyone, I'm not saying that everyone's racist here but like some people mm. So have you guys experienced m- much racism then? Not mm. really, like yeah. if I if I have experienced it it's always going to be like minor mm. I think yeah. um, Tanisha just for the sake of the people listening would you mind just giving us your um, ethnic background? Um, both my parents are Bengali so yeah they both moved, my mum moved here after she got married mm. in 2009. Mm. And my dad moved here when he was 13 with my grandfather and my grandmother. Oh, that's lovely. Um, I, it's really encouraging to me to think you haven't received blatant racism. That's, you know, because that would be sad if, if that was like a regular occurrence for you. It's a tricky thing, though, isn't it? Because sometimes, because people have their own lived experience, people who are not of colour, they might treat you a certain way, um, but that's not based on what they think of you, necessarily. It's based on what they assume about you. Do you feel like that might have been a situation where people were making um, statements when you give that example of being in a group and people coming up to you kind of saying things, do you think that was about racism or do you think that was about people just not really thinking through what they're saying? I think, well, the, they weren't questioning the other passerbys, mm. but when they saw us, like, some of the comments that they said made it a little bit obvious mm. that it was, like, an insult. OK, yeah. So that, that sounds a little bit more intentional which is a shame. How have you found school life, generally? 
like as I've said, it was like very my. Now I've got like a hundred people that I've kind of in this school, mm. but before when I was younger, there wasn't really many of us, so I never really had that like role model to look up to. I only had like my family around me to really look up to. Okay. So do you feel like you've got some really positive role models now? Yeah. Um, and have you felt like you needed role models that were people of colour, or it's like I think wholeness is awesome I mean like I was younger so I didn't really understand the concept of like skin colour and what it actually meant like I didn't actually understand Uh oh sorry I thought you were talking about now so in terms of role models now now, yeah I've got so many people that I could just look up to yeah do you feel like you've got enough role models of colour though within that yeah like I think I know more people now yeah it's just like I can go up to anyone oh that's good and how have you found school in that sense yeah, um, at the start when I first joined the school there were a few challenges but um, I've overcome that now and I like that there's more people of colour in the school especially in the new young years there's a few more people mm. and that was really nice to see like more ranges of diversity mm-hmm. so it made me feel like I'm not the only one. Oh, that's, that's really positive. Ms. Holtz, how have you found... Um, how long have you been in the school? 25 years. Oh my goodness. A long time. That's unheard of in this day and age. You must love Oh, I school. do, I do. This is the only place I've ever taught, right from university. Ah, so you must have seen it evolve as well, like um, culturally maybe? Yeah, well? definitely. And I think you're, you're absolutely right, girls. I think that um, possibly over the last five years we've seen absolute difference in terms of the diversity of, of children of ethnic backgrounds coming into the school yeah. um, which we didn't have probably yeah. five to ten years ago I think I would like to think it's partly um, that people want to come here I know mm. that the two um, single sex schools so when Trafalgar was city boys mm-hmm. and the city girls I think sometimes some of the communities would choose the single sex education those schools going has, has leveled the playing field I guess in terms of what people choose but I also know talking to some parents uh, three or four years ago um, that was um, uh, Bengali parents actually they were sort of actively not choosing Admiral Lord Nelson a few years ago because they were conscious that we didn't have a lot of, of students of colour and so they were worried for their children to be in this school and actually I think as that's grown it's snowballing because it's growing so people are more comfortable so people more people are coming so it's more comfortable so it's it's lovely actually but that's been a, a definite change okay. definitely people certainly parents used to talk to me not many yeah. but a handful would say to me that's what we're worried about that you okay. are a very white school yeah. so it's lovely to see actually i think you're right now we have got absolute change i mean i think our percentage of of non-white children non-white british children is about 15 or so percent but definitely it's skewed there's many more young year group which is quite exciting isn't it really oh it's really good to hear and is there anything that you would maybe want different as part of your school experience um or not maybe there isn't i think um even though we do do black history like in your seven and stuff I think we just need to learn about more because there's, so, there's so many people out, like, out there that are just like, uneducated. Like, even teachers are such, it's just uneducated. So I think we, just, we all just need to learn. Mm. Yeah. Do you think across the curriculum, do you think across the curriculum, sorry, you don't mind. Yeah. Do you mean, so in history we need to look more at, at black history, but I was thinking after we did the cooking session, you know, should it be that actually within your food tech lessons it's 
food from all different cultures that we're learning to cook and I, I was thinking should we widen the net you know so you're thinking across the curriculum yeah like across everything well obviously you can't really do it like in math and stuff but like yeah stuff like that like cooking mm. ethnic food mm. and like seeing ethnic culture and mm. background and stuff like that mm. okay thank you thank you Tanisha Mardi do you have any thoughts um yeah I agree with the idea of like what we could do in food tech and not just um, African culture, but other cultures as well, um, because there's still other um, backgrounds that haven't been represented as much. For example, um, like Bangladeshis or um, Pakistanis, like those type of backgrounds as well, because um, we need to prioritise all of them equally. Yeah, yeah. There was a young Kurdish. Mm. girl last night I was like mm. oh I'd love to love to hear more about your culture yeah. you're quite rich in that sense but it was quite interesting talking to her last night it was the first time I'd spoke to her about that and she was saying we were talking about her cousin is in the school and I said oh I said I thought he was Turkish and she said oh no we're Kurds she said but we won't say so she said he says he's Turkish so that's another thing to unpick and in my ignorance I was not 100% sure why why is that oh mm. Oh, but that's an issue as well, isn't it? You know, so I thought, oh, that's interesting. So we need to, educating is really important, isn't it? Thank you for sharing those thoughts. I mean, I would, I could quite happily sit here and ask you questions all afternoon, but <laughs> that would be ill advice in terms of you needing to eat something to start with. Um, on that note, so I have a question for you. I always like to finish with. Um, is there anywhere that you really like hanging out with, hanging out in Portsmouth? Is there like anywhere you would go for some food, maybe? I really like Shake and Grill. It's on Elm Grove Road, yeah. and it's really nice because um, they also have halal meat, which uh-huh. is nice because I go for that option. Mm. And they have amazing like milkshakes there, falafels, oh, nice. burgers, wraps, literally everything you can name. And um, I love it because like you can see so many people of different cultures coming into the shop and it's really nice. Oh, nice. I know exactly what you mean. Have you tried the new one on the corner? Oh, Fuego's, yeah. I went there the other day. I went there like, the other day. Okay, I'm feeling emotional just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Is it really it's really nice. Really yeah. good, really good. <laughs> I'm going to give you some historical disclosure now. <laughs> I ordered Fuego's the other day when I was on my own and I had to stop myself from when the delivery guy came I had to stop myself from pretending it was somebody else <laughs> because I wanted so much I was like yes it is for me but anyway see so you like shaking real and oh my gosh yeah that's um, probably Fuego yeah Fuego it's like? so nice so here's a question if I could magically bring anyone, anyone from the past or anyone famous um, to hang out with you for a night at Shake and Grill on me <laughs> thank you for a nice budget there or Fuegos on me two people who would you choose to hang out with and why? That's actually a really good question mm-hmm. don't I? and thank you like uh, for not choosing a Michelin star restaurant because I don't know if I could afford that but I can think I can pull up paying for uh, those restaurants so who are you going to have? Past, present, famous? I don't know. Probably um, in the past of 
Okay, I know everybody says this, but maybe like Rosa Parks, because as like a woman of color, mm-hmm. like she really stood up there, and it was probably inspirational for other young mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. So I found that really mm-hmm. inspirational as well. Um, it was quite yeah. a radical thing she did, wasn't it? I think we forget how radical that uh, protest was, that sound mm-hmm. protest was. Rosa Parks, good choice. Anyone else? Mardia? And I haven't really thought of the second one yet. That's okay. I'll give you Rosa Parks. What about you, Tanisha? Um, do you guys know Malala? The one that got shot in the head, yeah. Mm. Uh, pa- and she, like, mm. she was just there for women right, women's rights and stuff. Like, as another woman of colour, and especially because she's from a South Asian background as well. Mm. I think she'd be quite cool. Did she get married last year? Yeah, I think she did. Ago. I think she got she's married. Oh. Anyone else? Just yeah, so it might sound really funny, but like Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> I had a feeling like, you were gonna say that. Like, I, mean, yeah, he, I mean, he's a black man. He was a black man, yeah. And he obviously his skin color changed. I don't know how, but like, yeah, and like how he de- dealt with racism from that, and like how mm. even the black community was shutting him out, and also the white community. Mm. Yeah, he was um, quite a colorful character, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tanisha, for saying those. Um, it's been an absolute privilege uh, spending a little bit of time with you. Thank you, Tanisha. Thank you, Mardia. Thank you as well. Thank you, Miss Thomas. No problem. It's been lovely.